0: We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
1: All right, this is The Mark Milton Show with The Smash. Normally with The Smash, today we've got Doug Vaughn filling in. Doug, welcome back to the program. I'm not
0: done dancing yet. You you like that Nelly? You like
1: that Nelly track? Yeah. Yeah. Well... They won't be dancing at the wheelhouse downtown anytime soon, it looks like. No. Or maybe the, ever again. I tell you what, I mean I mean we've talked about these shutdowns on the show before. And I just people don't understand what it takes to run a restaurant, a business under normal circumstances and still make a profit. Mm-hmm. Right. And to be able to employ people. Right. And now you've got the city of St. Louis ordering wheelhouse and then start bars, their other I guess there's another another bar down there. Ordering them to shut down for violating a public health order. And I'll read you a snippet from the letter. It says, uh, this is from the acting director of health for the city of St. Louis to the owner of Start Bar or manager. Uh, I have been advised that the business you operate uh, a place of private or public assembly has been the site of violations of my order. I like how he says my order requiring social distancing and my order requiring the wearing of facial coverings. Um, The observation of these orders is essential to protect the public health. Accordingly, I order that your premises shall be closed effective immediately and shall not be reopened before January 19th, 2022, unless and until I order otherwise. I read this. I'm thinking to myself, one guy, Who is this
0: guy? One unelected, guy, unelected official,
1: unelected, and he's also in the role of acting director. So I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of how you become the actual director, but this guy's in an acting capacity, throwing out this kind of language, saying, "I hereby, you know, shut you down
0: as a business." Well, then could he also not shut down the St. Louis Blues because they got ten hockey players skating around without masks right next to each <laughs> well, other? You wonder. You I mean there is? You got a bench full of. Full of guys sitting, not social distancing. Is he going to shut down the blues? I don't know. And, and you know, you think
1: about the city of St. Louis. I mean, Wheelhouse has been one of the few thriving businesses of downtown. I mean, when you think about right. uh, where would you go if you want entertainment downtown other than a ball game or, or a hockey game, I mean, Wheelhouse is one of the few places that actually draws a crowd. Right. A few bars in Soulard. A few in Soulard. Wheelhouse. Um, Wheel, Cyberg's there. I that's mean,
0: That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. And that's now you're it.
1: saying you're shut down for a year. Uh, because people aren't wearing face masks and you're not doing social distancing. And I'm thinking to myself, think of the people who are gonna lose their jobs, the revenue the city's gonna lose, and to what end? I mean, at what point I mean, could this go on five years? I mean, let's just let's let's just say that the that the public health crisis goes on for two, three, four, five years. Like where do you draw the line and say, Okay, this has to stop? I mean, we have to reopen. We cannot continue to you know, down this
0: path of just destroying every business that has a pulse. I'm sure it's a, it's a nice power rush for him to know that he's got that kind of, that kind of juice. If, if you're the wheelhouse, don't you just pack up, say we're out and go out to St. Charles County somewhere. That's where the people are all moving anyway. Well, there's not, there's not going to be anybody left in the city of St. Louis. We've I don't already had it. half a million moved out. Half a million have moved out of the city of St. Louis.
1: Well, yeah, the population's what under 300,000 now. <laughs> um, so.
0: It used to be at the, almost 900,000 in the fifties, late fifties. Well, and also, yeah, to
1: your point, it's like, why would they, why would they Want to stay down there? I mean, and I can't imagine any other restaurants or bars can survive much much more of this downtown. I mean, when you don't have people going downtown for work,
0: not many people live there. Well, you go downtown for because you you have to. What yeah, what do you see dead. downtown? It's dead. It's completely dead. And Broadway has got barricades on it so people don't drag race. Well, that's, that's what it's come to.
1: Th- and what's scary is you know. I don't know what the recourse for them is. I know that the, the state of Missouri, the legislature, uh, just this past week was trying to enact legislation that would basically say uh, you as local officials, these public health orders can be in effect for seven days. But beyond that, you have to seek approval from the legislature. I mean, there has to be some sort of check on this. Yeah, You can't just have an unelected bureaucrat telling businesses no. they can't be open. What if he owns a competing business? Could he still do that? (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good... I mean, it's a great point. And also, I mean, the people that are going there are making a choice to go out and and go to a bar, go to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And so I don't... You know, as a business owner... You know, I don't know what the circumstances are if people really weren't wearing masks, if they weren't social distancing. But, like, can you really expect, you know, the, the, the restaurateur to be responsible for the, hey, you're not six feet apart. What, are you going to get a tape measure out? And I mean, it just—it seems like there's a real potential for just sort of arbitrary enforcement of these guidelines because they're so ambiguous. And you're sitting there eating. You don't you don't have a mask on when you're eating or drinking. So if everyone—and that's allowed, right? right? Uh-huh. All the rules say, well, you, you don't need a face mask if you're eating or drinking. Well, if people are at a, cl- a bar and they're drinking— they're not going to have their mask on, no. And you allow that, so I, right. I hope they fight it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, I think there are some potential constitutional arguments they can make. You know, in terms of, well, they fought know,
0: it twice and
1: they've lost both times. I know, part. I know. Well, and then you face the the wheel. You don't know who what judge you're going to get, right? And that's mm-hmm. where politics enter into this. It's like you could get a judge who, you know, is buying into all the the, the left's you know talking points on the on the pandemic versus maybe a more conservative judge who's going to actually recognize. Some some uh, some some personal responsibility and the rights of a business owner to to stay open and it's kind of a crapshoot depending on who you who you draw from a mm-hmm. judge standpoint. So, well, I
0: think the end result will be another popular business just moves out of the city. Let's we've say, seen say the hell with it, we're out. Yeah, I mean, and maybe that's what they want. You're maybe not that's gonna, what the city wants. You're not going to have anything left. The city won't rest until there's nobody left in the city of Saint. Louis.
1: The only area, well, I've always loved Soulard. I mean, the Central West End. Has a lot going on just because they're, I think, sustained by the hospitals and all these yeah. other. And the, that's another point too. These public officials, they haven't, they haven't suffered at all economically. No, right? They're still getting paid. This guy's getting a salary. Um, and, and you know, it's frustrating when you tell other people that you can't, you can't make money, but I'm going to sit in my, you know, ivory tower in a, in a government position and continue to receive my paycheck. Same thing with Sam Page. It's like, you know. The other, you know, they're, they're taking risks, too. To employ people is not easy, right? And if you shut down all these private businesses, you know, there aren't enough government jobs to keep everybody happy. And then mm-hmm. I guess you start going getting into, you know, $15 minimum wage, which is also going to just crush oh, destroy the it. restaurant industry. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they'll just they'll just
0: it. Just, there won't be any servers. You'll right. order on an iPad, and there'll be one guy running around saying, okay, here's your food. Right, and that's already happening. Like McDonald's has started to implement the, hey, why uh, the kiosk. They? Why wouldn't they? Well, I'll
1: tell you why. I was down, uh, this was a couple of years ago. I think I was outside of Rala, and uh, there's a McDonald's there where they had all these kiosks set up. Yeah. And you had some pretty blue collar folks coming in trying to, they were trying to force people to use it just to get them used to it. Yeah. I mean, this guy, he, he just could not figure it out. I mean, he was getting frustrated. He was trying to order. So I think you always have that option of the in person order, but certainly. You won't need four registers. You could have one register
0: right. that's open with a person there, but then everyone else can go to you the know.
1: kiosk and get their order quicker. If and we're, we're
0: so deep into the computer age now that we're pretty close to where people <laughs> up to seventy <laughs> can probably handle a computer. Right, they're, they're almost familiar. everybody can can at least say, "I'll have the I'll have the the quarter pounder with cheese." Well,
1: and then you get into specializing though. That's where I love the mobile ordering, and I think that's one you benefit know? that's come out of the pandemic is. Every restaurant, every, you know, fast food joint is, has really upgraded their online ordering system and it makes, you know, it's a lot easier to order, you know, Chipotle or
0: McDonald's. Oh, yeah, or, and when you go to some restaurants, you can just aim your phone at that little black square with the dots and the menu pops up Oh, on I your hate phone. that, though. You hate it? I hate
1: it. You know why? Because I feel rude when you're looking at your phone, yeah. you know, in general, you don't really, if you're with someone, you don't want to be looking at your phone, whereas if you have a menu, it's kind of assumed you're going to be looking at your menu, but now you've yeah. got this phone, so you wonder, like, is they, are they really looking at the menu, or do they just not want to talk to me and they're on Instagram <laughs> or
0: Facebook? Creates well, a little bit of awkwardness. Fifteen bucks an hour. That'll, that'll cost a lot of people their job. Uh, absolutely.
1: Well, uh, we hope that the wheelhouse can can fight this. I uh, hope they'll be open. Hopefully we'll have, you know, ball games in the spring and summer, and people will be able to visit the wheelhouse downtown. Um, this is the Mark Milton Show. And also, while you're downtown, there is one restaurant that is still open, and that is Rosalita's Cantina, oh, yeah. one of our great sponsors here on the show. Yeah, Wash Ave. Uh, Wash Ave location. They also have Rosalita's West out in De Pere, which I frequent uh, often. Just uh, west of
0: 270, right? Yeah, it's right there the in side. that,
1: uh, there's that little plaza there, uh-huh. uh, kind of on the, would that be the south side of Manchester? Uh-huh. No, it be str- the west side, with, with west side that of God. 270, yeah. Yeah, no, south side I, of it Manchester. Would sure it would be, sure would be. South side of Manchester. North side is the De Pere Theater. That's correct. Yes, right across the street. So RosalitasCantina.com. You can check them out. Check out their menu online. You can also do to-go orders. They have a great family pack that they offer. Um, and if you're comfortable dining in, you can dine in out west or downtown, either location. Rosalitas Cantina. I might go there after the show, actually. My wife's got to go to the license office. Talk yourself right into it, didn't you? I talked about those yeah. quesadillas, the <laughs> chips chips and salsa, nice glass iced tea. I know you like iced tea. On yeah, oh, a bummer, sure. Okay. Uh, I noticed you didn't have one with you I here today. I finished it. Well, you can't get them anymore. You can't go to your mobile. You used to go to mobile on the run and get your morning. Now
0: I can go to some of the other uh, convenience stores, and you have to buy the glass for it. You buy the cup. They hand you the cup, and then you go make it yourself. How
1: does that make sense?
0: Oh, because they don't want people grabbing all the. They don't want 100 cups up there, and the guy (laughs) in front of you touched it and everything. Do you think we'll ever get back to normal? It's going to be a while. I think so, too. A while.
1: It's just crazy to think how we've all been sort of reprogrammed. Like, I look at my 5-year-old, and I'm just like, him wearing a mask just kind of makes me sad that he's kind of oh yeah come of age during this and you think crazy of all, times.
0: You think of all the people that lost out on being able to to do the high school stuff that's so much fun, wow. the proms and the dances and the high school sports and all that that they missed out on, and missing a year or two of little league baseball. Yeah, it's really sad. Especially, I'd like to give a
1: special shout out to the state of Illinois, where with their stringent restrictions. I was looking at IHSA, and even in Tier 2, no basketball. Mm. So if you were competing in the championship, well, you had your playoffs in the junior year canceled. You've had senior year. looks like it's going to be canceled. And if you were a junior last year, guess what? That was your senior night because I can't see them playing football in the spring. It's just sad. Well, uh, lost opportunities, you know, the ability to, you know, how many kids come— come on their senior year and, you know, have a standout year and earn a scholarship. And it's just, yeah.
0: uh yeah, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. So not you, to be a downer think, here. You think so many of us look back at the, the high school sports as some of the most fun we've ever had in our entire life. And, uh you know, there's going to be a whole class of people there that said, yeah, we couldn't play when I was in high
1: school. Moose Milton running up and down the floor. He wouldn't. He Still, wouldn't talking yeah. <laughs> Still, talking Still talking about it. Still talking about that. Yeah. The legend of Moose Milton. Well, this is the Mark Milton Show with the smash. Doug Vaughn filling in for us today. We really appreciate it. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk taxes. It's tax time. Cool. Uh, you're getting all your papers in order. We'll talk about taxes. No. And, uh, yeah, we we'll appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll be right back.